Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Hughes, ball in hand. They're working out their plan here. Munster just points to the sideline, says Jerome. For God's sake, put it in the touch, which he does. And they start 25 out on the right side. Couldn't happen. Couldn't happen, Gertz. Surely. Remus Smith taps it. Throws to the right to Green. Grant onto it, Nelson. He's the one they're worried about. Oh, he almost lost it as he got up to play quickly. Play on. Grant, wild pass. Picked up on the bounce by Fanuka. He's over the 20, but no further. And he'll play it on tackle two. And now, Penrith don't care if they give away a penalty. They're up by four. Grant now throws to the right to Hines. Catch him pass to Nelson. Nelson rolled over here. 12 out. Right upright. Three tackles left. Here it comes out of Grant. He throws to the left. Away to Hughes. Hughes to Munster. Munster to Kenny Bromwich. They stop him. Cleary down low. Up top was Mamorowski. Two tackles left. Grant to the right. Hyde skipping across field. He's right goal. Liam Martin. Another Penrith hero. 11 out. Last tackle. He's Hughes. High kick for the top. Oh, wing. Here comes Remus Smith. He volleyballs it back into Jerome Luai, who falls on the ball. They're nearly there, Penrith. That's it. A minute 40 to go. Penrith now. They just have to hit it up and kick it deep. And the steal, you'd know it. It'll be on. As Toto goes nowhere. And now there are about 10 players within 10 metres of the ball for Penrith. They, like Melbourne, are out on their feet. Kenny Bromwich tries to steal it from Crichton, who now skips away. And he makes it. That's a 20-metre run. Jeez, that's a good run. That's three gone, though. And again, they're all bunched. It's all dummy half runs. Tough stuff. Chorus out. He's been superb in the second half. Played the Luai. Luai runs it down the middle. We now cross the 79-minute mark. Five tackles gone. Penrith have one more set to hang on. Cleary, he goes for distance. He goes deep. It's taken now. Oh, Pappenhausen almost crashed into that car. 48 seconds left. Pappenhausen, he scored their try. Not here, though. He's closed down. They've got 80 metres to cover. 80 metres between them and another grand final. Here it comes down to Adam Carr. He floats a pass to Jerome Hughes. Hughes now. He's been superb as well, but he can't get through here. 27 seconds left. Six again doesn't concern Penrith. So they're laying all over the tackles. Grant dummy half. Throws left to Olam. Olam is brought down. Penrith should be penalised if they keep doing this and Melbourne will get field position. But now there's only 10 seconds left. This might be it. 70 metres to travel. This time for just one more play. Grant, horrible pass. Finucane throws it to nobody. Munster goes backwards, falls over, then gives it to Adokar. Adokar chip kick. Where's the chase? Penrith have got it. Penrith have got it. Luai finishes with the ball. And Penrith have hung on and won an epic preliminary final. They have beaten the defending premiers. The team that ruined their dream in 2020 is the team Penrith get past in one of the great matches, one of the great defensive wars. This has been one for the ages. And on Sunday night, it's South, it's Penrith in a rematch of a, a week one finals epic.
But Penrith right now, they're just celebrating what has been their finest hour in this wonderful era. What a win. What a night. 10-6, the final score. And that's exactly what finals football should look like. Absolutely exhilarated are the Penrith Panthers, and they've done it on the back of an unbelievable defensive effort. Again, they conceded one try. That was from a kick. Only scored two themselves, but it was enough. But as you point out, Dan, so many heroes across the park from 1 to 17. The defensive effort on their line on so many occasions against the Melbourne Storm team, who know how to get the football over, over the stripe, just couldn't do so. And what a performance to go into next week. Obviously, there'll be a bit of concern during the week as to the fitness of some players. I don't know what in regards to who's on report. I can't even remember who's on report. Cleary, that's the one, Cleary. But just an incredible effort from the Panthers who back up a physical display against Parramatta with another one against the Melbourne Storm. And and what an incredible season for the Melbourne Storm, Pete. I mean, let's talk about, you know, their season and and they went through that that run of, what was it, 20 straight wins and whatever it may have been. And they were gallant tonight. You know, they lost two guys in the opening 15 or 20 minutes that are obviously a key part of their their football makeup and can big contributors on a weekly basis. They did that sort of performance with 15 men. So take your hat off to all the Melbourne Storm and their fans, an outstanding season. But yeah, Penrith, it, it, probably a lot of people didn't see this one coming tonight, but on the back of just a couple of really gallant performances in in the finals, even though they weren't they weren't that um, fluent against South Sydney, they were brave and they defended well and they backed that up against Parramatta and then they just found their mojo again tonight, Pete. They got their attack back and they backed their defence, and as you said, that was a, a, a classic prelim final, as good as I've seen. I thought they handled the last 10 or 15 minutes really well. They didn't overplay. They were, they were happy for Melbourne to get the football back at the other end of the field, but they also knew that Melbourne would get one shot at them. Now, unfortunately, it came from a, a lost ball from Kurt Catewell, but they steeled themselves to repel that. Melbourne were always going to get one more chance in that last five minutes. Didn't know how it was going to come in the end on the back of a mistake. But they got the job done both ends of the field, and deservedly they go through a tougher route than what maybe many people expected. Deep in their own mind, they probably didn't think that they would have had to endure what they've done. But gee, it steals them for next week nicely. Well, what is it? Four tries in three finals. They conceded two against South, one off a bomb last week against Parramatta, and one off a dinky little Munster kick. They're, 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 it's a wall. It's a pink wall. The Panther defence. The Roosters a few years ago had a similar type finals, but Penrith have been the best defensive team for the last couple of years, and they've proved it again. It's hard to believe they're going to play South in a grand final, and South are the fresh team, considering Penrith uh, had been so good during the regular season. But they're there, Penrith, and that's all that matters to them. How are you feeling? (laughs) Yeah. Look, I think um, that's going to take a lot out of a footy side, but you're also going to get... A lot of energy and a lot of momentum out of a win like that against the Melbourne Storm to take into next week. So they probably cancel each other out. I, I don't think really anyone has the advantage going into next week. You've got South Sydney coming off an enormous win, two yeah. great wins in finals, one against the team that they're about to come up against and a con- comprehensive win against Manly last night. And they'll be full of running and lots of emotion for them. And Wayne Bennett and Benji Marshall and Adam Reynolds. And then you've got Penrith who have just done it the hard way and they've been written off over the last couple of weeks and found a way to come up and put in a performance like that so the story's there it's all about the build up and it's going to be 
you know, I mean, I don't know. When was the last time, Pete, we had an all-Sydney grand final as well? You know, it's... Yeah. It's uh, it's something that we we love to see here as well. It doesn't happen that often. Well, Melbourne have been so dominant, but that's right. And in the NRL era, only six of the previous twenty-three grand finals haven't had Melbourne or the Roosters. Seventeen of the twenty-three have had one of them, Melbourne or Roosters. And I, I guess we need to acknowledge what a magnificent year they had. And who knows that they don't lose Brandon Smith in the first few minutes. If they don't lose Christian Welsh, I mean they've been cruel today, but. In saying that, how could they? How could this Penrith defence be denied? I, I thought the real test came for Pen, for Penrith tonight when Melbourne scored that try, and there was still what 13, 15 minutes to go. If you've had a tough week the previous week, that's when it comes to the ball. That's what's does that have an effect then? That yeah. All right, because you know the spring is back in the step of the opposition, and that's when if you're going to feel tiredness and fatigue. It's on the back of conceding points and then reminding, okay, we had to we had to battle through this week. Can we do it again? But it, it, that, it, it was fantastic from them, and I love seeing games won on defence. I'm I'm still a, a purist and a realist in regards to that. You know, for me, the, the game last week, ten, uh, what, Parramatta eight six or whatever it was, this one ten eight. That that yeah. for me, that's what this should look like. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be the most competitive, you know, round of footy that we see all year and. Just to what Pete said about, you know, on the back of the the try there from, from Pappenhaus and the maturity, I thought, from some of the key players of Penrith. Nathan Cleary, Appy Corrissau, who you know, was so brave, did so, goes, some of his work just goes oh. unnoticed. And he just came into the fore. And so, and, and, and Jerome Luai as well, a guy that's, you know, probably questioned his own form of late and been able to come up and make some really big plays there. Um, and the maturity shown and the willingness to back their defence for a really young side. Uh, speaks volumes uh, for where they're at and for what they take into next weekend. So we're going to be on air for about 25 minutes here. Then we send you off to the AFL Grand Final. But we'll get some interviews with Andy Raymond. If we have time and it happens in time, we'll take some of the press conferences as well. But uh, we're here for a little while. If you want to tweet us at Triple M underscore NRL. To ask these boys a question, Sterlo. Gers, never easy, is it, Gers? Never easy. So they lost to South 16-10, <laughs> they won 8-6, and they've won 10-6. It, it's sweeter when it's not, Dan. Yeah. It's sweeter when you get through like that. Oh, boy. What a game. Yeah, what a game. What a game. And uh, Melbourne, they had only been beaten three times all year coming into the game. Twice by Parramatta and twice by Penrith now. So only two teams had beaten them, and they managed to do it twice remarkably, Parramatta and uh and Penrith. Oh, it's hard to. Isn't it, it's hard to think what what else there is left to say after that. It's you know I, I you know I love my stats and I know you can make them what you want them to be, but reigning premiers don't fare that well. It's fun, uh-huh. funnily enough. That's you'd, you'd think that that would have a better conversion rate, but you know, that window of opportunity, if you don't grab it, it, it can be fleeting or, or hard to to capitalise on. Again, Melbourne, a phenomenal season for them. But in the end, they got, they got beaten by a better side this evening. And whilst um, you know, their, conversion, their completion rate was terrible, um, Penrith, I think, contributed to that. Credit to this bloke who's going to speak to us. This must be the worst time to have to do an interview. But Andy Raymond, you've got Brandon Smith. I do have Brandon Smith with me. Uh, heartbreaking, mate. Hey? Heartbreaking. Yeah, pretty, pretty sad. 
be honest. Just knowing you can't really go out there and help your uh, teammates is probably the worst thing about it all. Most importantly, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm all good. Just, uh, I think the pride's taking a bit of a hit tonight. How hard was that to watch, mate? Pardon? How hard was it to watch from the sideline? Yeah, uh, I didn't really want to watch, to be honest, but um, I had to go to support my team somehow, and uh, it was hard to watch because we were playing like shit. Yeah, about sums it up. <laughs> Anyone can do an interview after a win. Yeah. It takes a classy guy to do one after a loss. You've shown that on Triple M. Thank you, Brandon uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate it. One of the great characters in all class there. All right, $5 for the swear job, but... The, the very idea. It's easy to give interviews when things are flying, but well done to Brandon Smith. And it's a great unknown. If he wasn't injured and if Walsh wasn't injured, what would have happened? But uh, it doesn't matter now, I suppose. Well, I watched him at the end of the game go along shaking hands with the opposition. It was with the other hand, with yeah. the shoulder hanging down. Wouldn't would, have played next week? I but don't. Not from the way yeah. that I look, I know it's straight after the yeah. event kind of thing, but clearly it was a, a, sh- a bad shoulder injury. And and again, I don't want to, you know, raise it, but this HIA thing needs to be looked at, you know, because, yeah, you know, you're supposed to have eight interchanges. Well, you know, clubs are getting 14, 15, 16 yeah. during the course of. They had a few tonight, Melbourne, but um, they had some bad luck against them as well. So Penrith, Moses Leota, he has to come back, doesn't he, Gerds? Or, I mean, how do you... Who, who are you going to drop out of this side? Lenu, I suppose, but boy, oh boy, someone, if Leota is okay... Someone is going to be damn unlucky. Oh, Dan, Dan, I'd be very surprised if everyone gets out of this 100%. Well, let's find out if Scott Sorensen's okay. What a warrior he was today. He's with Andy Raymond. Unbelievable, this fella today. You, you, you mowed down Jerome Hughes. You were running on one leg, one knee at that time, mate. Yeah, I didn't uh, I don't know. I just seen him uh, make the breakdown. All I thought was just keep moving, just keep moving, just run, just run. Um, yeah, fortunate enough... Uh, had a little bit of gas in the tank and uh, and uh, managed to get him. As tough, as physical and as uh, emotional, I guess, that game. I mean, it had everything. Yeah, it really did, mate. And we knew we knew that was coming today. We really did. Um, I thought our preparation this week was outstanding. Um, and I feel like our preparation uh, really uh, showed today. It doesn't matter how many games you win during the season, how you win them or who you win them against. It comes down to 80 minutes. But you are there now. You're a grand finalist. How does that feel? Uh, yeah. Yeah, look, it's a nice feeling. Um, it is. It is nice, uh, especially with this this club, this group of boys. Yeah. Uh, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, but as everyone knows, uh, yeah, still one to go, mate. Are you able to enjoy tonight? I'm not saying you're going to go out on the turps all night, but are you able to enjoy the moment for what it is? Yeah, I think so, man. I think there's definitely a moment there where um, you know the boys will definitely enjoy it um, and embrace each other. Um, and I think you know, come tomorrow, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, game faces back on. Good stuff, Scotty. Well done. Thanks so much, guys. Good Cheers. stuff. Thank, Thank you. you, Scotty. He's one of five. Players players that haven't played a grand final in this Penrith lineup. Omarovsky, Burton, uh, Sorensen, Pangai, and Lenu. Um, they're the five that have not played a grand final. Let me just say, the last thing you feel like doing after a prelim final <laughs> is having a beer. Yeah, It's the last thing. It, it, all you want to do is get in there with the boys. It's such a special time. And you might have one beer in the sheds, and then it's ice, then it's preparation, and then it all starts. 
It's it's the best week. Of, it's the best week of your life. Yeah. Other than if you win and you get to celebrate for yeah, the yeah, week. Yeah. And, and both these clubs will be well versed as to what this week should look like as well. You have got Wayne Bennett who's been well, he's going there for his tenth, tenth. time, and you've got Penrith who went to it last year and, and know you know the way it should be done. You've got to get your media commitments out of the way, make sure that that's all taken care of, um, so that you know, players are. Creatures of habit, you want to keep things the same as you can as much as possible. Those players you just mentioned, Momorowski, he was around a premiership Roosters. for the Roosters, wasn't he? Didn't play. So, played in the prelim. Yeah, had a That's great right. prelim. Scored a try. Yep. His family was there. They beat South, but I wasn't, wasn't there for the Wasn't part of the 17. That's I right. don't believe. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a break, uh, but stick around because we're here, as I said, about 6.30. What an afternoon this has been. Penrith to play South in the decider. Triple M rocks the finals. The Triple M NRL play of the day. Penrith under the posts here. Way back to Cleary. Oh, he puts in a chopping kick. That is unbelievable. That is an extraordinary play. He has kicked it sideways. Stephen Crichton, he could have caught a cold out there. He catches it, plants it down. McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. Yes, we're off to the AFL Grand Final about 15 minutes. Uh, and a reminder, after another challenging year, men's health has never been more important. That's why we're calling on all Australians to come together this November and sign up now at Movember.com to close out the year by having fun, doing good. Men's health is in crisis. Every moustache kickstarts conversations, raises much-needed funds and awareness, and straight up saves lives. So... It's been around for a while. You know all about it by now. Whatever you grow might just save a bro. Movember.com. Peter Sterling, Ryan Girdler, Dan Ganane here. What an afternoon. And Penrith victorious off to just their fifth grand final in 55 years. And South will play their second grand final in 50 years. So it is momentous, whichever way you look at it. Andy Raymond has uh, done a great job for us this afternoon. And he's got Jerome Luai. We spoke pre-game, Jerome Luai. I said I thought you looked on, <laughs> you were on, and you're into a GF. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, just really happy. Um, you know, Melbourne's a really good side. They've arguably been the best team all year, so to get a win over them um, and into another GF is uh, pretty exciting for us. Mate, your last two games as a footy side, probably the two games of the year, so physical, so emotional. The last two games have had everything. Yeah, we love the physicality. Yep. We're a fit side, and I think if we can go toe-to-toe with the best teams. Uh, we back our fitness and we um, we sort of know we're coming to get them at the back of the game. So um, sort of probably a little bit more closer than we liked it, yeah. but you know, we're used to that sort of stuff. It seemed the heart rate of both sides was up in that first 40 minutes. was like, we want to score now, not yeah. next play. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit like that. We know Melbourne are a good attacking yeah. side, but we're sort of in the mood where if we get our chances, we need to take them. So, uh, you know, our attack's been a bit off lately and uh, we need to fix that. Can you enjoy the week or is it too serious or do you actually get to enjoy Enjoy the week and every minute of it. I think you have to because yeah. it takes yeah so much hard and ticker to get to this stage. But I think we learned a lot of lessons from last year. Um, don't enjoy too much because still got a job to do. You're a superstar. Well done, Lee. Thanks, Andy. Take care, brother. Thank you. Good stuff again, Jerome Luai. What about this for a stat, Sterlow? Choice Hotels. Melbourne, 40 missed tackles, most in the year. Penrith, 55, their second most in the year. So we had 95 missed tackles. But the scramble was so good, we only had the three, three tries. tries. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a great indication of it. And, you know, both teams will be very disappointed with their completion rates. But I say it was one of those games where 
you know, there were there were unforced errors, but there were plenty of forced errors as well. Like the the aggression and the relentless nature of that defence, um, you know, it's it's going to lead to some some mistakes. Um, but it's how you react to that, and then both teams for the majority of the game reacted really positively and well. Let's uh, take in this interview with uh, Cam Munster uh, joining Andy Raymond. Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster, thanks for being gracious enough to join us. How much does that hurt, buddy? Uh, it hurts. Um, oh, it's hard to put into words. Uh, we played probably our worst game ever this season, and we, uh, we did it tonight. Um, they just held the ball and put the pressure on us, and we just coughed the ball up, and that's all I can say. I coughed, I coughed up a couple of times, and, um, yeah, it was very frustrating footy. Heart rate's high on everyone. It was so fast and so physical. No lack of effort, mate, and, and, and I know you're not playing in the grand final, but you blokes left everything out there. Yeah, we did. I reckon that's the worst uh, I've ever been on the field, uh, fatigue-wise. Really? Um, yeah, I usually, uh, usually have enough energy with the ball, but um, fortunately tonight the heat and um, us not completing um, really took it out of me. I know we can look back at reasons and excuses. Brandon Smith, Christian Walsh, two first-half casualties with HIA against anyone. Playing with just 15, it's hard. Yeah, look, it's, we should hold a head up high. Um, we only lost by four points yeah. um, with 15 players. And, um, look, it's, it's very frustrating because we know we can play so much better and our best football is almost up there with some of the best teams. And uh, we just didn't produce tonight. Thanks for joining us. Showed a please. Uh, Plenty of character in doing so, mate. Nah, thank, geez, you. thank you. Good stuff, Andy. That's a man that has played 13 Origins, and he said that is the worst he has felt after a game in terms of fatigue. That's quite telling. Especially because he had round 25 off, and then they won the first final, and then uh, convincingly, and then had last weekend off. So you'd think they would have been charged, and, and Pete and I spoke about it pregame. We're having a just a chat about, you know, has Ivan done the right thing by pushing these guys, you know, looking for that extra bit of continuity and not giving them and the rest? And how did that play in last year's final series too? Was they Were they fatigued when they missed the jump in the grand final? Was it the occasion? And why didn't he do it this year when everyone else rested their players? And we both said we would have probably rested guys at round 25 because it didn't really matter. They knew where they were going to finish, but they chose not to. And Maybe they were building to a performance like that. Now, that wasn't clinical by any stretch, no. but they were a hell of a lot better then with the football than they have been in the past six weeks. So where does the spotlight aim this week? Both coaches, I'm assuming, considering the last time that, yep. that they met. I'd be stunned a... if Ivan Cleary lit that fuse. He'd, he'd, he'd <laughs> no, just be no. straight, down the, straight down the line. I was stunned when I didn't see Adam Reynolds lining up the first kicked the other day with Blake Taft coming in. So there'll be, you know, in the grand final, they need him to be capable of, of kicking goals. Cleary has been placed on report, on report. out of this game. Yeah. Obviously some wear and tear on some players. It's an eight-day gap, but was that game so intense? Do you believe that that will have an impact potentially, what Penrith went through today, on next Sunday? Or by then, should that be more than enough time for them to be pretty fresh coming into this game? You know what? You just find you're in a, a once potentially in a lifetime situation. 
So it brings a lot of energy. There's, and I don't know what it's going to be like up in Brisbane, but people turn up to training. Yeah. You don't actually do a lot of physical work in the lead-up because it's all about actually the coach trying to keep everyone calm. Now, the advantage, I know Wayne's been in a 1,000 grand finals, but the advantage the young Penrith team have going in is obviously they saw it all last year. Now, I'm not sure how they handled it last year, but the first 20 minutes of the contest in the, in the 20 grand final would tell me that maybe they didn't handle the grand final week as well as they could have because they missed the kick. So you've got a whole heap of guys in the in the South Sydney side. Now, there's a few of those guys that have played in grand finals, but not a lot. There's only three there last time they played. Alex Johnson, Tom Burgess, and, Reynolds. and Adam Reynolds. And Benji. Yeah. Well, Benji, Benji was a long, played, time, ago. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. So they're going to be, it's going to be a whole new experience for them. Now, you know, does that carry weight for Penrith? I don't think it's a problem for them. I really think that they go in. For South. I, I, I believe... Penrith, I think battle hardened. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I think this is ideal. As I say, the confidence they get out of this, they go in. It overrides any sort of yeah. fatigue or anything yeah. that might trouble them through the week. You're Next right. Sunday night, by the way. Well, twenty-seven in Brisbane on Sunday. Now at six thirty, that's when the game kicks off. You would imagine it'll be a little bit cooler, but that was oppressive today. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine degrees. Mm. Fortunately, because it was a four o'clock kickoff, the sun was behind the stand. Uh, so it could have been worse, but still, you heard the players talk about it, um, uh, how difficult it was. That's it, gentlemen. We are done. We've got to send it over to uh, our, our cousins in AFL. Go World. the Demons. Let's go, Melbourne. <laughs> well done, Gerds. Good well call, Dan. Well done, Dan. We're Good back. fun. Uh, Good on you, Pete. Maroon Show is on tomorrow as per normal. Next Sunday, we're on air from 1pm going right through the day. Enjoy these highlights for self-wealth. Self-Wealth is your access pass to safe and secure investing. Find out more at selfwealth.com.au. And the prelim final begins. South Sydney waiting. Who will they meet? Penrith under the posts here. Play back to Cleary. Oh, he puts in a chopping kick. That is unbelievable. That is an extraordinary play. He has kicked it sideways. Stephen Crichton, he could have caught a cold out there. He catches it, plants it down. Brandon Smith. He throws it on to Felice Gafusi into an offside player. Six more tackles. Brandon Smith runs out of dummy half. Then he throws it long left to Munster. On to Pappenhausen. His pass knocked down. Picked up by Crichton. Not the Munster. Oh, he's lost it. He lost it. Ball came out. Tyrone May picks it up. Turns it on the inside to Cleary. And Gets now. the ball stripped from Munster. Munster what about that? Makes up what for his own mistake. They are the best by miles at stealing the ball, the Melbourne Storm. Now is Yo. On it goes to the left for Luai. Beautiful hands. Kick out of top. Oh! Penrith have another. It's a try. And the no-look passing of Villiami kick out is mesmerising Melbourne. Grant. Turns it on the inside to Hines. A little trick play back to Kenny Roberts. Throws it to Pappenhausen. Drop down by Mark. They are throwing the kitchen sink at Penrith. And Penrith have all the answers. For Solomona throws it back to the right to Munster. He dabs in a kick. Pappenhausen! He's got it! Pappenhausen scores! Munster just dabbed a little kick. It trickled along the surface. And right, gets it now. High chip kick. Momorowski waiting, takes it. Volley balls it back to Edwards. Ten away. Edwards on the Cleary. Cleary tackle. Kenny Bromwich keeps Melbourne in the game. Eleven out. 
Last tackle. He's used high kick for the top. Oh, we. Here comes Remus Smith. He volleyballs it back into Jerome Luai, who falls on the ball. They're nearly there, Pembroke. That's it. Munster goes backwards, falls over, then gives it to Adokar. Adokar chip kick. Where's the chase? Pembroke have got it. Pembroke have got it. Luai finishes with the ball. For McDonald's and Rehawk Water, Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.